It's DTS-158, and the Destiny 2 beta is here. Eyes up, Guardians. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome back to Destiny the Show, the Destiny News Podcast to keep you the guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. My name is BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic co-host, Diddy. Diddy, it's it's beta week. We did it. Air high five. Boom. <laughs> we did it. Yep, absolutely. And I cannot wait. I mean, you and I are both going to be playing on the PlayStation this week. Um, my, my, I might hop on the Xbox open beta over the weekend, but uh, probably not. But Man, it was just good to finally download some new Destiny content finally this last weekend, preload that beta, actually see the emblems and the artwork that they just used on the icon there in the PlayStation Store. So it was just like, yeah, it's it's right around the corner, man. Gameplay, finally here. I'm a big fan of that menu music. That menu music sounds really <laughs> crispy. And I like the white. The choice of white this time around instead of the dark, deep blues is a very stark difference, right? And for me, today's show is going to be a little bit different, right? We're going to go over what happened through the IGN first reveals this last week. We'll talk about the new Sentinel Titan. We got to see Voidwalker, the new map. Sound design, Diddy, they revealed that video. And we'll go through some of the things of what you can expect this week playing the beta. But in terms of our gameplay discussions, we're going to save that for next week after we've had a full week to dig our teeth into the PvP. I don't think the inverted Spire Strike is something that you and I are going to be grinding all day every day nor will we uh just be grinding the homecoming mission but i am very excited for this week and i think we just dive right into the news News. so the biggest thing that we learned about this week at least for me diddy is something you sent along and it's mantling so mantling is in destiny too yeah so in one of the ign videos this last week we actually saw on uh, the new crucible map which is essentially the iron temple uh, Vostok, I believe they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see, I don't know if it's a warlock or whatever, but they're jumping up to a bridge and they barely missed the jump, but it was just enough. You could see the animation of, yeah, I'll give you that. I'm going to climb up that final yeah. few inches and you can make that jump. So looked a lot like Halo Fiber is here. Clamber. Yep, that's what it's called. Good point. What do you think about that, man? I uh, personally, I don't know. I thought part of the fun of the jump puzzles was not making it if you like just bonk the edge and then slid off that was my favorite part laughing at people at vault of glass like your buddy's like oh don't worry don't worry about it but now there's a little bit of extra recovery but they'll probably build and design things a little bit different now that they have clamber in the game yeah and i mean maybe it's a subclass ability we don't know that yet um Mm, we'll find out this week i guess but i mean I agree with you there. I mean, being the old school Halo fan, you know, Halo 2, Halo 3, making those jumps by doing the crouch jump, doing that mechanic instead yep. of just giving it to you. I'm really, I really like that, you know, it's not like, it's not even a skill gap. It's just something that you intuitively learn while playing the game. And now it's, I don't know if it makes it easier or not, but like you said, the jump puzzle in like Vault of Glass or um, even Wrath of the Machine, I mean, I'm not a warlock player, but in Wrath of the Machine, during those jump puzzles, if I'm playing my warlock character, I can't use glide. I have to blink because glide is just awful because I just float and I miss those jumps by inches all the time. So maybe this clamber would have helped me there. (laughs) 
Halo 3, Guardian, Gold 1 to Gold 2. I remember that. I, I'm not worried. It looks cool. Speaking of new PvP maps, <laughs> you never... All right. Well, S. what was the insane one? S1 to S2? That one was S1 gnarly. to S3, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, Vostok is the new map that we got to see during the Crucible gameplay reveal this last week. And it essentially is the Iron Temple PvP, uh, or social space, turned into a PvP map. Kind of over where Ephrodite is during the um, Iron Banner events. And they've changed geometry. It's just some of the same assets. Bungie did go out and say this is the only PvP map in Destiny 2 that revisits a Destiny 1 location, which I thought was oddly specific. And we also got to see this last week, Diddy, the map that we're going to be playing Control on during the beta this week, and that is called the Endless Veil. It is on Nessus. It is a control map. And like we thought, the different game types have maps built for the specific game type. So Endless Veil was built for the control game mode. Very small, lots of short, sharp sight lines, and I'm going to be honest with you, all the gameplay that we're seeing and what we're probably going to be experiencing this week, Diddy, is reminding me of a much more fresh, refined Destiny. And I hope that's the case. I hope next week we come back with a lot of, like, gameplay impressions and go, yeah, this looks sweet because everything we've seen so far, I'm in. What did you think of the new Voidwalker? Like, the giant, super slow-moving <laughs> death bomb. Nova bomb oh my is crazy. God. The Slova bomb, as people are calling it. Is that the nickname? I love this community. Slova bomb. Yeah, I think I've read that somewhere <laughs> on the internet. But uh, I think that was actually really, really cool. Um, I really like the new Crucible map as well. Like you said, getting some nice, fresh Destiny vibes here. Um, and it it just makes a lot of sense, right? I really like the changes to control as well. There's no neutral zone anymore. You start with your own capture point captured, so you don't have to waste time doing that. You just fight for B, and then after you capture, or I guess, you know, when you're capturing a zone, it goes from the enemies to yours without that neutralization. I love that. It speeds up the game a little Faster. bit more, yep. and it uh, prevents people from staying in a static location for too long. And I I really like the, the mindset of let's build a map for control, not let's build a multi-purpose map that has all these different things that can kind of work for all the game types. Now, this map works for control and a story. It's going to be awesome. So, so key. Because Vertigo, think about Vertigo and Destiny 1 right now. On a control game type, you can literally be at the A hill, and if somebody's taking B or C, it takes forever to get over there. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Very, very excited. Now, we got a little bit of a great tweet that I saw, actually, because our good friend Aviators put out a really funny reply. Um, and essentially, it was, when are you guys going to announce the Night Stalker? Somebody was asking this on <laughs> Twitter to Mark Noseworthy. As a hunter main, and this isn't Aviators, by the way. This is at Campbell 23 When are you guys uh, going to announce the Night Stalker? As a hunter main, I'm feeling underwhelmed right now and probably switching to Titan, lol. And Mark Noseworthy had this to say. There are many things we are not going to announce or reveal before September 6th. We want the community to have new memories of Discovery together. And then Aviator's response was classic. Come on, gotta reveal the entire game. Spoil it all! <laughs> and I just like this reply by Mark because, A, hints that we may see the third subclass for each of these uh, characters in the actual launch of the game. But at the same time, too, dude... I don't want everything spoiled and revealed. I want to experience Same. what we did during Destiny 1, right? Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of had this discussion before as well a couple weeks ago, but the sense of discovery for Destiny 2, I mean, it's back, right? We're going to discover all these new things. I don't want to learn everything there is to know about the game before it comes out because it just ruins the surprise, ruins that sense of adventure and sense of, you know, 
what is this? Where does this corridor lead? What kind of gun does is this? Like, how does that how is that used in the game? Right? I want to be able to just play however I want to, and not because this is the best route that everyone on the internet is saying. I have to do this mission to get this weapon to use it in the Crucible to get a 7.0 KD all the time. No, I don't really want to do that. I just want to discover the game for myself, and I think Mark is like, yeah, you guys. You're going to like this. You're going to like being able to discover things again. Just wait. Think about the Taken King time missions. How special would they be if they had announced them beforehand? Like the dailies? Like the secret timed dailies yeah, that showed up? The, the Lost they were... Light mission for the Black Spindle. Like, if yep. that was revealed before everything, like... Lame. Ruins Super it. lame. But the sense of discovery, when that when that first Reddit thread came up, yep. hey, yep. I went this way at the end of the daily mission, and I got an exotic weapon. It's just like... That's that, the stuff that, that makes us lose our mind, dude. And the it, puzzle and Wrath yes. of the Machine, like, what? Yeah, absolutely. That's, it's those kinds of moments that I'm really looking forward to discovering again, and I don't want it to be spoiled by the developers before the game even comes out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. with Mark on this one. <laughs> Engrams will not be dropping in the beta, Deej warns us, so don't be looking for that tasty loot. And the Arc Strider Diddy, I don't know if you saw some of the gameplay this week, but he does a rising twirl strike in which it looks like you can actually gain some height. Maybe if just a foot or two, but for those really hard to reach areas, that's going to be useful. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, Arc Strider, by the way, to you being a hunter main, I think it's looking way cooler than Blade Dancer. Yeah, Blade Dancer, Blade Dancer is very uh, linear and uh, two-dimensional arc strider seems to be able to hold its own you know it's not just swipe 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 kill swipe 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 kill yep it's not it's not like that but it, it does seem to have more utility and mobility and i really really like that so i'm actually getting really excited to play that subclass the level of agility is more that of a hunter like they're spinning and twirling and very yes. hard to dodge whereas the blade dancer he's sort of just like yeah yeah like I, I don't know how to describe it but you just you see him coming a mile away he never like really surprise or like is dodging bullets like neo from the matrix arc strider looks like it's doing it we got to see in the gameplay this time that shoulder charge only takes off the shield which is yes. really stinking cool yes and the sentinel reveal dude sentinel has a void wall grenade uh it looks very versatile you have shield bashing in which you can like charge into people holding the shield like Captain America. It's kind of like a void shoulder charge, Diddy. Uh, and then the shield throwing, and this is what I'm most excited <laughs> about. It ricochets. You could hit bounce shots. You know we're going to see montage clips of somebody hitting a bounce shot off a corner into like two people, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to happen. Word of Dawn is back, and it comes with Armor of Light. So yes, Bubble Titans are back. And uh, Bungie describes the Sentinel as the only aggressive support class in the game. That makes me want to switch to Titan right then and there because (laughs) that thing's not only going to be useful in both PvP, but also on the PvE side of things. So just getting excited, dude. Very, very excited. Um, Yeah, I'm all for the utility-based abilities and subclasses. I, like, kind of changing gears. Like, League of Legends, I play support because I just love... CCing and stunning and just messing the other team up and just letting my team blow them up. So yep. any type of ability that does that in Destiny, I absolutely yep. love. Like suppressor grenades, yes, absolutely. The tether is fantastic. Those kinds of things really excite me. So hearing that is like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Icing on the cake. 
Let's see, for players who did pre-order the beta and you're a little bit confused, how do I get the beta onto my console? If you pre-ordered from like a retail outlet like your Amazons or GameStops, they should have already emailed you your nine-digit code that you redeem on Bungie.net through the redeem portion of their website. If you pre-ordered through the online marketplace for PSN or Xbox Live, or I guess just Xbox Marketplace, they are available within the respective stores. So like on PSN, what you need to do if you've already pre-ordered it for that console, you just need to search for Destiny 2 in the PSN store and you will see listed under like the little more section of Destiny 2, the Destiny 2 beta that you can just click install. It's not super apparent if you've never gone through that process before, you're just thinking it's going to show up. No, you need to dive into the store, find the Destiny 2 beta listing in the store, it does exist. Uh, and then add it to the console. I don't know, Diddy, if on Xbox it automatically adds it into the ready-to-install section, uh, but if it doesn't, just go to your respective store. One yeah, can we expect the beta, to... Oh, sorry, sorry the, the beta is also about 14 gigabytes in size, so from those slower internet connections, just take that into consideration when you're planning your beta weekend. Good uh, point. You don't want to get home Friday night and have to download and install 14 gigabytes onto your console, so uh, that just eats into your gaming time. So pre-plan when you head out to work Friday morning just go ahead and hit that download and install button what is the one date they need to remember for the limited time access uh, to the farm did he July 23rd for one hour starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time okay and that will be where the farm opens up the social space we're gonna get to explore see the chicken play soccer and I bet there's going to be some little surprise I would bet Bungie has some little surprise there. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's I mean, uh, another chicken. I'm Maybe looking to it's... play some uh, some soccer slash football matches. In, a, in we will have farm, to settle so... who is the best in our clan in just the one hour that we have. Yeah, absolutely not me. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> the new PvP HUD is looking freaking sweet. You can obviously see who has their super up at the very top of that PvP HUD, at least in the countdown game type, and the map location callouts are listed on screen as well. Now, we got in this week at Bungie some information about the beta that you want to be aware of, Diddy. This is a beta. This is a technical test. So what should folks playing this week be sort of aware of, ready for, any problems they should look out for? I mean, number one is the whole reason for betas these days is for network stability and uh, testing. So be aware that you may experience some networking error codes while attempting to play crucible strikes whatever so if you get errored or kicked out because of a networking issue that's what the beta is for they need to test that that's something that they can tweak before launch uh, so just be aware of that um, so they're also testing server stability as well so loading those ai loading those missions just the time that it takes to do that um, that's what they're going to be testing for and of course error codes may appear periodically again that's what the beta is for and uh yeah i mean just overall stability within the network framework is or game framework i should say is is what they're really looking for here so as soon as you get that crash see what error code pops up maybe you can go to the bungie net forums they'll have some beta forum threads there that you can say hey i got this while doing this strike or story mission or of course there's only one of each so <laughs> say hey this is what happened there you go yeah, there's a few bugs in the build they're already aware of. Uh, players sometimes are kicked to orbit after witnessing a black screen when entering a countdown match. Location names sometimes do not appear during Crucible gameplay. Players may sometimes be placed at the beginning of the inverted Spire Strike activity when joining in progress. And the sandbox balancing 
uh, is still a work in progress. Some weapons or abilities may have higher or lower damage than intended, so find the problems and show it to them so they can fix it before launch. When you find that 999 damage glitch that gives Titans like <laughs> the most powerful shoulder charge of all time, I'll put it on YouTube. We'd love to see it, and then we'd love it to get fixed. And then not all <laughs> the content has been localized in every language. Diddy, I know which video you're probably most excited about this week from IGN, right? Oh my god, it has to do with explosions and lots of other various sounds. Was it the sound design video? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So if you've been listening to the show for the last couple years, you know I'm a huge sound nerd, musician myself, I'm a percussionist, and like sound design is my dream job, and it was a couple sound videos ago from Bungie of like the guy with the microphone just walking through the forest in the snow just you know crunching his feet getting those sound footsteps and i'm just like i want his job how do i get his job i want his job now please because that is so cool like you get to go to all these different locations get to record audio get to shoot guns throw grenades shoot rocket launchers just capture those sounds and just be really creative in finding whatever that is so uh it's just like oh my gosh this is the best video ever i love these so much what were the highlights from the sound design side of things? I think I remember hearing they are actually sort of tweaking PvE and PvP sound design separately of one another this time. Yeah, so one of their lines was, specifically for Crucible this time, they wanted to put more emphasis on enemy sounds, so reloading mm-hmm. footsteps, abilities, that kind of thing. So they've essentially just turned down your allies' volume and turned up the enemy's volume so you can be more aware of your surroundings and more aware of threats that uh, are going to prevent you from capping that b flag on the nessus or the other the map there but uh it's just really cool because you know it's something you always forget about I i think like you never really think about all the detail and all the time and dedication that goes into creating the sounds in a video game yeah you're like Mm -hmm. oh Oh, yeah, I do hear that, and that does help me shoot the oracles in Vault of Glass. Thanks, sound design team. So it's just really cool to see behind the scenes whenever whenever they talk about the sound. It goes underappreciated for sure. It's something that if it's done properly, right, you probably aren't spending every moment of the game noticing it like you would, wow, what a pretty waterfall. But it is crucial. If it's not there and it's gone or it's improper, if you've played a game that's just loud and noisy and kind of messy, it's like, oh, this is bad. So it sounds like they're putting into, no pun intended, putting into the game a priority system, kind of like Overwatch, where in Overwatch, if your teammate like fires off his ultimate ability at the same time that the enemy fire, uh, fires it off, Overwatch has a priority system of which sound it's going to play uh, over that one, basically. So you don't have 16 different lines smashing on top of one another, creating sort of like this garbled mess. The game sort of knows <laughs> you need to hear about Junkrat's tire that's coming really soon versus, you know, the Sombra who just popped her ult. Kind of yeah, like that, exactly. you think? Yeah, and uh, another one of the lines you just reminded me from the PvE side of things, they said, they talked about, yeah, there's all this ambient music when you're patrolling on, on Nessus, but... Uh, when a public event starts or something, I'm just doing, using this as, as an example, but this is generally what they said. If a public event starts, right, we're going to need to prioritize those sounds over yeah. the the dragonfly buzzing behind your back. Like, I don't need mm. to hear that. So they can actually deprioritize that, like you said, and put the new action item that's on the screen. They can make those audio cues more of a priority in that instance so that you can actually, oh, 
let me let me go do that real quick. Uh, let me go that direction and maybe meet some new friends patrolling the, that uh, that patrol space and actually go raid with them. You know, Destiny Two is so a social cool, game, man. so I mean, it's just like, wow, man. Maybe I want to hear the dragonfly buzz. Maybe I don't want to worry about that public event. Well, too bad. Higher priority. <laughs> this is just so stinking cool. Like, I remember playing Halo Three with you. It's almost a decade ago. I mean, we didn't meet up until probably 2010 or 11, mm-hmm. but just where games are at, where Bungie's at, we've gone through this three-year journey of Destiny 1, in which I remember literally in 2014 not wanting to buy an Xbox One. I just graduated university. <laughs> I'm broke, and you're out there like the first person I know buying a PS4, the first person I know out of all of our like gaming friend group who was pro destiny who was like no man this is going to be sweet and so i begrudgingly like order an xbox <laughs> one and then we get into destiny the show and the game comes out and then we just go on this roller coaster ride this has been freaking cool and now here we are talking about the sound design destiny 2 beta is about to like be here oh man all right nostalgia aside the homecoming mission is the only mission you're going to get to experience within the beta. You're going to get to play Countdown, Control. Uh, those are the two PvP modes you're going to get to try out. The Inverted Spire Strike is the only strike you're going to get to try. Uh, each of the six subclasses will be within the beta. And then again, Sunday, July 23rd, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, you will have one hour to explore the farm. And I think if you play the beta, you get an emblem. I think that was yes. confirmed this last week. Yes, so. absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, Diddy. Before we close, as I went through my nostalgia trip, I just wanted to uh, <laughs> revisit a conversation you and I had this week through Discord about focusing on the fun with Destiny 2 and almost just trying to experience the ride less than uh, criticizing the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. At this point, we know a lot of the major points that we are and are not getting in Destiny 2. So I think for this beta week, really focus on that rediscovery or that discovery yeah. of uh, a fresh game, right? I mean, let's not think of this as, you know, the next step in a Destiny cycle. Let's just think of this as a new sci-fi shooter that we can experience and enjoy and uh, just relates to something that we've been experiencing these last couple of years. And just forget all the negativity, right? Just go into it and just to learn and to experience everything brand new and i think it's going to be a really great time yeah you can ruin your week by literally criticizing every single decision of a beta build and going this is dumb and that's dumb and why did they do this or that or you can sit back try and view it as a fresh player somebody who is like a sponge ready to soak up this new experience and i think you're going to have a heck of a lot more fun there's going to be plenty of time for constructive criticism don't worry yes, that's going to happen but we don't want that to be at the sacrifice of you enjoying it in the first place, I guess is the thing that DTS wants to spread to our listeners. <laughs> and with that, Diddy, it's sort of a short show, but we know our players want to get on the beta, and we do too. So where can people find your content? All this week in the afternoons, I'll be streaming at twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show, uh, maybe with a few of you guys as well, maybe yourself, Mr. BBK Dragoon. Possibly. And, uh, <laughs> To join those games or to join the stream, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S, and youtube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S.
You guys can find everything from today at destinytheshow.com, all the links from today and more. Follow us on Twitter at destinytheshow to hear when the new shows go live, participate in polls, and talk with Diddy and myself. You can follow me on YouTube and Twitter at BBKDragoon on both of those platforms. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to us for these last three years and enjoy the Destiny 2 build-up.